Hi, it's Andrew Priestley, and welcome to Manage Your Money. And we are at uh, episode, just trying to think, 55, 55, okay? And um, what I've been talking about is I was talking about spending. We got onto the topic of spending. And I, in the last episode, I gave you some key categories of what people spend their money on typically, what their expenses are. So liabilities like rent and mortgage, recurring bills, periodic bills, consumer debt, living expenses, and discretionary spending. And I gave you some case studies of a guy who smokes 9,000... Uh, 2,432 pounds a year on cigarettes. I gave you the example of someone who spends nearly 10 grand on alcohol. And I gave you an example of a girl that um, has a mobile phone plan, but invariably spends double her plan every month, simply because she uh, her habits around using the phone, are, she treats it like a bit like an entertainment device, right? So um, the question is... Uh, what do you spend your money on, right? And a couple of episodes back, I was talking about buffer. I was talking about building buffer, cash reserves. Let's say that you need £2,000 per calendar month living expenses, okay? So you've added up all of your all of those categories of bills and you found that on average, you spend about £2,000 living expenses. So um, if you saved up three months' worth of living expenses and you had those in cash reserves, right, then you'd have about £6,000, okay? You'd need £6,000 held in reserve. But the reality is most people probably have enough money, but they're wasting it on stuff that doesn't matter. So, you know, um, just think about it. If you're spending, uh, you know, if you look at what you're spending on a month on cigarettes, for example, if you're putting that into a cash savings, uh, like a cash reserve account, that would build up very quickly, right? Um, the guy that spends 10 grand a year on alcohol, well, you know, that's nearly, what do we got? That's nearly five months worth of living expenses in cash if he saved it, get it? But the reality is people waste that money. So what else could you do with that money is a good question. You know, I can spend it on alcohol and cigarettes, but what else could I do with that money? Well, I'm going to argue pay down your debt. You know, get rid of credit card debt. Instead of spending on alcohol, pay off pay off some of your credit card. Or put that money into an ISA, for example. And that's not advice, but it's just it's just financial planners say rather than wasting money, you could be you could have been putting that money in an ISA. You could have been saving it in an ISA, right? Or use that money to do something clever like go back and do an evening course and improve your qualifications so that you can then get a better job, right? And char- and and increase your income. Or Start a business, anything, but do something much better with the money than waste it on tobacco, alcohol, and mobile phone companies who, incidentally, just love your lack of discipline. They just absolutely love it, right? But start to identify exactly what you spend your money on each month. You know, um, when I first started doing this, I just got a notebook and I used to write down everything that I spent. And then I graduated to a spreadsheet. And there's some great apps out there for tracking expenses like uh, Money Dashboard. Right? Great great apps like Money Dashboard or Expense Tracker. Um, and not only do they track your expenses, but they send you alerts 
if you're nudging towards breaking that budget, right? But I've noticed that people learn more about managing money from using the old-fashioned pen, paper, and a calculator, right? UK money-saving expert Martin Lewis suggests that a key benefit is once you start tracking your spending, you can start making savings. Once you start tracking your spending, you can start making savings. He says that 70% of consumers can make significant savings on things like their phone bill, their internet, their utilities and energy suppliers, simply by shopping around and switching suppliers. Right. So at the time of this recording, um, most of the energy companies were, were hiking their prices up. And so... Most people will just wear those price hikes and not shop around for a better supplier. So Lewis says two big lessons you need to learn are that suppliers are in the business to make money. And he says most customers pay dearly for their loyalty by not shopping around, especially on things like energy and phone and internet and even bank loans, right? So you pay dearly for your loyalty. You don't get rewarded for your loyalty. They put the price up anyway, right? But you can't make any savings unless you know what your current plan or tariff is and what your current usage is and what you spend on average each month, quarter and year. Take your phone bill or take your energy bill, right? Most people just don't know what they spend or they don't even bother to try and find out. So the big recommendation is to start reading statements, to go back to your suppliers and find out what tariffs are you on and start getting receipts from for everything. And on the next podcast, I'm going to really start talking about why you should collect receipts for everything you buy. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.